Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X Insurance. X Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. And here we go. I think it's Monday. Greg in Dallas, Texas. Welcome inside the six-hour studios, brother, on the Daniel Defense Microphone with me. X is bringing it all. X Insurance. Greg, how are you? Uh, doing pretty good. I'm pretty certain Welcome it's back. Monday. Yeah, thank you. I think, it, yeah, it's one of those weird weekends. Uh, got a lot going on. I have some family in town. You know, young nephew. It's a Halloween thing, right? Yep. And it's just one of those, it's just, you kind of lose track of time and days. It's just one of those weird things. And you were off for a few days. I was. And, and i got to be honest with you, I miss you, man. I miss <laughs> you when you're not here. It throws it throws me off kilter. I, I get off base. I'm like, Greg's not here. Ah. I hope he's okay. I hope he's having fun. I hope he's enjoying his time off. I hope he's not working. I hope he's not thinking about me in the show right now. I was definitely not thinking about anything to do with this building. Well, I didn't want to hear that. You could have <laughs> lied to me about that and to our listeners. Good heavens, Greg. Hey, when you take time away, you got to take time away and just tune out, you know? The response should have been, well, this is my favorite show that I run. And, you know, I, I do miss this show. And I do think about it when I'm not on the air. And I know that's what Greg was thinking. So I'll put well, those words in his mouth. He just a, wanted to man up. It wouldn't be like man not, not admit that. In a world, in Mark's mind, where the world rotates in around world. him. That definitely would be the response. Am I, is my wife host? Is, is my wife producing the show today? <laughs> Have you been talking to my wife? In a world that revolves around you. <laughs> Caught in a tangled maze of Oak Streets, Elm Streets, and AAR Ranch. The whole world revolves around my husband. So he thinks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh man! I, don't, I had to cut the mic on that one. I'm choking over here. <laughs> I think I'm kidding. Uh. Oh man, that's too funny. Okay. Anyway, anybody out there married knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I got a wild story to tell you to start the day today, and we're going to talk about it today, and we're going to debate it today. And I really want to hear from those of you in the chat about this and uh, some things that occurred and didn't occur, what should have occurred, what could have occurred. I'll explain it all in a second. But, Greg, before we do that, I really want people to get active in the chat on this today. All right. And please tell people where they can go to get involved in the chat. Uh, sure. Yeah. If you'd like to join the folks in the chat for this conversation and future ones, just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Chad, the mailman, did, and he's probably listening he right is. now, too. He, he did. Chad, welcome in. I want to get your perspective on this, too, Chad. So I'm going to start with a, with a column here. Man charged with leading police in chase with young child in Holly Springs. All right. A Decatur man is facing over a dozen charges after police say he injured a person with his car in Holly Springs October 29th and led authorities in a chase with a young child passenger. According to the police department, officers were dispatched to Walmart at about 3.25 p.m. October 29th, which would be yesterday, in response to a report of a man with a four-year-old child who was combative toward employees when his payments were not working. After several attempts to pay for the item, the man left the building with the child and got into his car. The man identified as Deontay Stodgehill, 27. I love naming names. Deontay Stodgehill, 27 years old. Guy's a real loser was driving at a high rate of speed. Now, at a high rate of speed, ladies and gentlemen, he was topping 90. I'll tell you how I know that in just a moment. And lost control of the car, 
striking a shopping cart in the parking lot. That's when he took off after that and hit a high rate of speed, which struck the person pushing the cart. What he did was, I guess you would call it a donut, right? right? Spun out all mad, whipped his car around, hit this shopping cart and this woman and pushed her up against another vehicle. The pedestrian had abrasions and contusions. Police said he struck another vehicle in the lot before getting onto Holly Springs Parkway heading southbound. Continuing at a high rate of speed, police said Stodgehill lost control of the car. Again, he was moving at about 90 plus miles an hour in a very not 90 mile an hour place. When he lost control of the car again near Adam Jenkins Memorial Drive and the car entered a ravine coming to a stop against a concrete sewer. He exited the car, grabbed the child, and ran across the parkway into the wood line. Police set up a perimeter with assistance from the Cherokee Sheriff's Office and Georgia State Patrol. GSP used a helicopter. Sheriff's Office used canines, and HPD used a drone to find the man and child. Officers found the child near railroad tracks on Pinecrest Road and moved the child to safety for medical observation. According to cops, officers found Stodge Hill in the woods at about 6.04 p.m. child who had minor abrasions was turned over to their mother. Stodgill was taken to the Cherokee Northside Hospital for injuries. Upon release, was booked into the Cherokee County Jail. He's charged with serious bodily injury by vehicle, child abandonment, DUI child endangerment, attempting to elude police, hit and run, striking a fixed object, reckless driving, weaving over roadway, DUI less safe. I don't know what that means. Child passenger restraining system, no seatbelt, possession of marijuana, and theft by receiving stolen property. He remains at the jail with bond set at $24,107, which to me seems like an odd bond number. Now, how do I know he was going about 90 miles an hour? Because his vehicle was approaching me when he went airborne over the crest of a hill as I was going north. Oh, wow. At the time he was coming south. Oh. He hit a pole. He lost control, hit a curb, lost control, went airborne, spun, hit the pole, knocking the tension wire. Now, keep in mind, I was in a convertible with the top down. And I saw that pole hit. I saw dust. I saw the car. I mean, just barely saw the car because he was going so fast. The ravine he went into was about 10 feet deep. After he hit the pole, he spun, landed in the bottom of the ravine. The wire, thank God, did not completely fall off. Electricity was lost in that vicinity instantly at that moment in time. When I pulled over to the right, spun a Yui, and went back thinking, I got to get down in that ravine and see, you know, if if there are injuries. At the time, by the time I got there, people coming in the direction behind him had already jumped over the top. Guy gets out of the car, and he's got a child. He grabs a child. I don't know where the kid came from. Didn't see that part. And begins approaching me. I'm asking him if he's okay. He's yelling to all the men that were there, there's more people in the car. They need help. As he begins backing away, towards the roadway, pretending to care for the child. I could see he was hurt. I could see he was hurt when he climbed out over that ravine. I don't even know how he got out of that ravine the way he did. I'm thinking after the fact, adrenaline and meth. (laughs) Okay. Because this guy was tweaking or something. He was a mess. There was no question about it. Again, hindsight's always 20-20. I'm openly carrying a SIG P365 macro on my hip, openly carried. As this guy begins to back off, holding the child in front of him as a shield and begins moving into the middle of the street, I begin to follow him, yelling him, yelling at him to stay right where he was, not leave. Cops were called. You could already hear the sirens coming. All right. And at that moment, I almost drew down on him to try to get him to stop because I didn't know where this kid came from. I didn't know if this kid was kidnapped. I have no idea. As he's continuing to back up in that split second, I made a decision not to further escalate because I did not want to point my muzzle at a young child that was being held clearly as a shield in front of this moron. This was occurring in the middle of the street. At that point, you could hear cops comment. At that point, he took off backwards, went down a hill and went through a fence. When the cops got there, I pointed up to the fence that he took off. Guys got out from the ravine. There was nobody else in the car. It was a ruse. He was trying to get all of the men there to go down there so he could flee. Mm -hmm. At which point, when the cops showed up on scene, there were about six of us that were witnesses, uh, literal eyewitnesses to this entire event. And 
within split seconds, one of our local cops had a thermal imaging drone in the air that was pretty cool, I have to admit. He yanked that thing out of the truck, set it down on the ground, popped a couple commands to it, and that thing went off into the woods. Yep. And within minutes, there were helicopters above Georgia Highway Patrol. There must have been 30 cops there at that point in time. So at that moment, at that split second, I was unaware of the incident five minutes earlier at the Walmart. And people were talking about it after the cops arrived and the guy had taken off through the woods. They were explaining that he had hit this woman in the parking lot. Turns out my son was about six cars ahead of me in his truck. My truck, but it's his truck now. And had my brother-in-law and my nephew with him when he came speeding past them. And when we come back from the break, I'll continue to tell you the rest of the story, which is because I want to talk about, did I do the right thing? Should I have tried to hold this fleeing fell. Now, I was unaware of a couple of the other issues. I did not know that he had hurt someone previously. Let's talk about it when we come back. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues on the flip side of this break. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. 
At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products from top to bottom is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Ah, Welcome back in. Armed American Radio Ranch, the six-hour studios here. Mark Walters in front of the Daniel Defense microphone, filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. And it's all brought to us every single day, six days a week, by the great X Insurance. So during the break... I glanced over at the chat. I see Chad, the mailman, is in the chat. And, uh, yeah, I see some folks talking about it. Um, Greg, I want to go to you because you're here today. And we did have, you know, we have the benefit of being able to talk back and forth during the breaks a little bit. Your thoughts. Uh, well, phew, there's a lot going on with this story. And like you and I were talking about, uh, you know, most likely on drugs. Um, quite possibly not his vehicle. Uh, I think it's interesting. Um, you know, you you uh, had the reserve to not pull your firearm, which you said you were open carrying, and that which was a good call because you know anytime you've got some kind of a lunatic doing what this guy is doing, uh, and uh, this is the way that the um, the incident that started in the parking lot ended. Uh, most people probably would uh, draw their firearm in order to contain the individual, but seeing as though he had a uh, uh, a child as a human shield, that's probably probably wise not to have drawn it because that just escalates things even further. Um, uh, you know, yeah. in this day and age, it seems like since the the pandemic, everything has gotten just exponentially crazier, and things are just happening more and more often that are just off the rails. Society is really starting to crumble. It seems. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because Gottlieb was talking about that last night on the program about his fear of complete societal collapse. And he's, he was serious about that. But a couple things. One of the things that came to my mind was my my clarity of thought in while all of this was unfolding was remarkable. I, I wasn't in a tunnel vision situation like I was back in 02. Uh, he was not approaching me. He, I could tell, was attempting to flee at that point. At first, we weren't sure. We thought he was taking the child out of that, you know, out of the situation. He kept saying, it's okay, it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay, as he was backing up. When he got in the middle of the street and passed me, and I mean, he was three, four feet from me at the time he started to walk away is when I realized, okay, this guy's getting ready to flee. He's getting ready to flee. And I did talk to an officer after the fact when we were talking and he was taking statements, um, you know, about... You know, should I have held him at gunpoint? Could I have held him? But clearly, because of what he had done at Walmart, yes, absolutely, I could have. This was a very bad guy. I, I read you the list of charges. Mm-hmm. Okay, this guy's charged with multiple felonies. But the child, and, you know, the cop and I talked about it, the child was the, was the, the, was the deal breaker for me. And I was thinking about this at the time. If I pull a gun on this guy and he has a firearm and it's, he's clearly using that child, he could have easily held that child up and fired at me while holding that child in front of him, knowing that I was likely going to fire back at a kid, which is why I did not escalate the situation, which I felt at that moment in time would have been an unnecessary escalation. They'll catch him. They're on their way. We've all got descriptions of him. He ain't going anywhere. But how much of a beauty is this loser? He left his kid on the railroad tracks and took off. Left this four-year-old kid on the railroad tracks. And took off. And here's the interesting part about this. I say this a lot. I don't live on the wrong side of the railroad tracks, guys. I live in a very nice area. This stuff happens just like that. In the blink of an eye, this thing unfolded. I was heading to the liquor store and to Walmart. Boom. Just like that. That's how fast it happens. So if you're carrying a firearm... You need to run through these things in your mind. What would you have done? 
Would you have pulled your firearm and attempted to hold this individual at gunpoint, which you could easily have lawfully done? This is Georgia, not New York, guys, okay? They would have thanked me when they got out of the car had he complied. But there was no guarantee he was going to comply. In fact, he was using he was clearly using this child as a human shield. This guy's this guy's a real loser. No question about it. So I guess the public service announcement here, Greg, is if you're carrying a firearm. By all means, run through these things in your mind. What would you do? How would you handle a situation like that? Because I'm telling you, when it happens, it happens just like that. There is no time to think. I I don't think, Greg, I don't think I was out of my car 30 seconds before he came stumbling over the top of that thing. Oh, we're getting phone calls on the bat phone over here. Not so sure during this conversation if I want to know who that was. (laughs) (laughs) It was a spam call because I don't even know the phone number. Hello, NSA? uh, Sheriff's office. Can we speak to uh, AAR Mark? Yeah, so, (laughs) yeah, hold on, Greg, take this call. Hey, we're out of the office today. Uh, Please leave your name and number. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, this happens. This this happens to you. It happens to me. It happens in my neighborhood. It happens in your neighborhood. Here's the interesting part. When I was talking with the cops after statements were taken and he walked by and I said, you know, he was making sure he could read everybody's chicken scratch because people were shaken up by this, you know? Sure. I mean, I, when I was writing my name, I noticed my hand was shaking, okay? When I was giving him, he needed name, date of birth, and phone number. And he just came over and he said, well, make sure you can read this, Mark Walters, there's your birthday, and he read it. I said, no, you're good to, you're good to rock and roll. And I said, uh, exciting stuff in the hood today, huh? He goes, this is our second one today. <laughs> oh, wow. Second one. I said, you had another one? He goes, yeah, earlier in the day, we had another hit and run. Guy fled. We caught him within 30 minutes. Uh, he led him on a chase. When they got close to him, he took off a second time. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, this is this is this is what occurs. And it happens. Like I said, it happens in my neighborhood. It happens in your neighborhood. These losers and beauties are everywhere. Do you happen to ask if he was driving a Charger or a Challenger for the first one? No, because they had that guy in custody. It wasn't him. <laughs> I'm going to assume this Charger was his. I was talking with the cop about that. I said it's probably likely probably not even his car. Which he probably he, he agreed with me. He says, "Yeah, that's probably likely." But this article here, because we were, you know, everybody family was trying to find out. Did you ever find out what happened? Did you call the cop and find out? We wouldn't know what went on. The you know, family was looking at the news, trying to find it. My daughter found it in the uh, local small paper this afternoon, uh, about two hours ago, right before airtime. So that's the public service announcement, guys. You, you got to keep your head on a swivel. It, it, it can happen to you. I mean, just driving for for that matter. I mean, I coming over the crest of a hill, and here comes this charger. I mean, this guy was doing close to a buck, bud. Okay. Wow. When he lost it, it happened so fast. He was moving at such a high rate of speed. Yeah. But what? What? When you think about these things, you put it in perspective. He had just passed my son. Not five seconds earlier. Not five seconds earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, my kids are on the streets. You know, it's like I told the cops: catch this sob. Lock him up. Ask somebody if you'll put me on the jury. And I'll be more than happy to identify this guy. Bring him to my house. Sit him in the back of the car. And I'll say, yeah, that's him. Yeah, because these are people you'd love to have a word with, right? You would love to have a word with. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. Cops, (laughs) it's just part of their day. (laughs) <laughs> they're done with this one. They're going to the next one. And you never know what's going to happen when you're out there. And I hate to say on the streets. That makes it sound like you live on the south side of Chicago. Doesn't matter where you are, ladies and gentlemen. They're everywhere. And it's getting worse everywhere. Chad the Mailman gets it. Chad the Mailman drives that road every single day on his way to AAR Ranch to drop off the mail. We'll be back right after this. Yeah. 
At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products from top to bottom is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. The 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Uh, welcome back to the show, indeed. Mark Walters in front of the Daniel Defense microphone, platinum microphone, powerful microphone, filling your prescription for freedom today here at the ranch in these six-hour studios. X-Insurance presents it all. Greg, have you had an opportunity to look at the chat here at all? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I've been looking at it. Uh, you know, memes and stories and people agreeing with you and stuff like that going on. Oh, uh, yeah. Mickey says, I hope I would have handled it as you did, Mark. My comments about him would not be nearly as kind. Well, Mickey, I'm on a microphone now that uh, Foxtrot Charlie Charlie kind of hamstrings me a little bit. Um, 
I can assure you that my conversation with him, with a couple of the police officers on the scene, were not as friendly as we're being right now. Uh, probably something about saving the taxpayers money on a trial and everything else. Because uh, this guy was on roads that my family and my young children, young children, 19 and 21, they're young. My daughter's going to be 21 years old on Thursday. Good heavens. Wow. Yeah, wow is right. I can't believe I just, whew, that went, okay. Moving on from that, as AWR would say, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, my kids drive these roads every single day. Chad, the mailman, drives that road every single day. I, not a day goes by I'm not on that road. So, you know, these are people we want off the streets. No question about it. Not to mention what he did to that poor woman at the Walmart. Uh, Mike says, uh, with the information given to you at the moment, there is no way you could have made a well-informed decision to draw, let alone use any force. Law enforcement on his tail would have shown up to a person with a gun pointing at a man with a child. Not a good look. Made the right decision because you had no opportunity to be aware of what transpired before you were injected, interjected into the situation. So that's a great observation. And what's really interesting is that all that was going through my mind. I, I, I didn't have any of that blockage that you would think, right? Sure. I, I remember it all crystal clear. I was thinking about, don't do this, don't do this. If you escalate, this could happen. You, you hear sirens. He's not going to get far. Get a good description. Be a good witness. All the things we talk about on this show over all these years. That's what you need to do. And I couldn't remove myself from the situation because I was in the situation. I was a part of it. I was in the middle of the road trying to get this man, trying to talk this man into not leaving and not knowing what had happened previously, five minutes earlier. So, yeah, I mean, good advice. Um, and I think everybody, I don't have any misgivings about not doing anything different. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm not beating myself up. Man, I should have tried to hold it. No, the, the child was the deal breaker, guys. That was the deal breaker. I was very uncomfortable, even in hindsight. I'm telling myself, thank God you didn't draw your weapon to point that at that it would not have been the good thing to do. And um, the uh, last commenter in the in the chat makes a great point. You know, law enforcement gets to the scene. OK. What are they going to see? Yeah, it's interesting. All that was going through my head. All of that was going through my head. Greg, you want to put an exclamation point on that? I'm, I'm going to move on to Maine because there's some new information out about this beauty up there, too. Yeah, no, I think we're good. So moving on. Well, speaking of A.W.R. Hawkins and moving on, I'm going to refer to his piece. I spoke with A.W.R. earlier today before his piece was put out. Did you know that the cops were alerted in mid-September that the main killer could snap? The military told the cops shocking that he could snap and commit mass murder. That's a quote. That is a quote. And here was the exact words. They asked the Maine National Guard, asked the cops to check on Robert Card back in mid-September out of concerns that he could, quote-unquote, snap and commit a mass shooting. So another mass shooter was on the FBI radar. I don't know if he was on FBI radar. He was clearly on local police radar. So let's dissect that. The first thing that comes to my mind is Uvalde. Mm. Not because of similarities of him being on radar or anything like that, but what happened to law enforcement after the fact. Are they going to get grilled about this? Are heads going to roll over this? How would you feel if you were one of the murder victim's family members and you now know this? What's going through your mind? Hmm. Well, they did the best they could, did they? You were just told he could snap and commit a mass shooting. Personnel from the Sigalahawk County and Kennebuck County Sheriff's offices responded to the Maine National Guard request by trying to make contact with Card on September 16th. A sergeant from the county sheriff's office was alerted, quote, when he answers the door at his trailer in the past, he usually does so with a handgun in hand out of view from the person outside. 
the person from the now, if somebody's coming to my door at odd hours, that wouldn't be unusual for me, Greg. Would that be unusual for you? Mine would likely be holstered, but I would still have a firearm right next to me, if not on me. Yeah, nearby, definitely. And okay. uh, especially someone at odd hours that I don't know, looking suspicious, uh, that would be, I would hope, a normal American's response. Well, I, I take even more from that. In the past, he usually does so. They've encountered this man before. Here's the thing. So, I mean, cops don't come to my house to go, hey, dude, what's up? Have you seen Chad the mailman today? Yeah, no. That's not why they're at my house. They're there for a reason. Go ahead. How do we feel about uh, cops taking, you know, this is almost essentially the, the beginnings of red flags for this guy. And clearly these are, you know, he's in some kind of distress because of uh, either previous statements or something that people have gleaned from how he acts, saying that he may snap and commit a mass shooting. Obviously, someone needs to go talk to the guy. But do we, you know, initiate an ERPO? Do we initiate any kind of other things? I mean, just because oftentimes a lot of things you'll hear from law enforcement is they haven't committed a crime yet. What can we do? Well, okay, that's all interesting. Let's go there because you raised some great points. Maine's got a yellow flag law. Law enforcement can initiate all right. the ERPO that you're referring to in a yellow flag. All right. In a red flag, I hate to use those terms, but that's just what I people hate know it, it is. I hate I, it. I get, we have to, right? Yeah. If we say ERPOs, people, are, they're just going to know it is red. I hate to do that. Yep. But we're, we don't have a choice. So for the benefit of you listeners, who some of you might be new to the program, some of you might not know these terms. For most people, we're it's just anonymous. Go, we're just going to go ahead and do it, and we'll throw the disclaimer out that we hate to, but we are. But in the yellow flag situation in May, what's the difference between the yellow flag and the red flag? We've had a lot of that questioning. Uh, that's the law enforcement can initiate the request for confiscation of firearms and evaluation. Your teachers, your son's teacher can't because your teacher overheard your son say something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my dad said if I ever did that again, he was going to kill me. Yeah. You know, come on. That's just the way people talk. Oh, this guy, I heard him overheard him say that his dad was going to kill him. And he comes to school sometimes wearing, you know, gun T-shirts and stuff. Ooh. So... Uh, you know, that's now that's a red flag where the teacher might be able to make that ex parte accusation against you. Ex parte, meaning you're not even aware and there while it's all happening around you. But the reason it's interesting and we dissect this, Greg, from the points that you made are because the cops were the ones that were alerted. Yep. When we come back from the break, I'll tell you what they did and what they didn't do. And again, we have the benefit of hindsight. Hindsight is crystal clear, high definition vision in that rear view mirror. It's 4K, baby. We can look at this Monday morning quarterback, it, right? I guess is what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hate to use that too. There we go. <laughs> right? But armchair uh, quarterbacking. Armchair quarterbacking, right? But it, it is really essentially what we're doing. But that, this is because this is a talk radio show, and that's what we do. We talk about these things. And when we come back, we'll talk about what the cops knew and what they did and what they didn't do. And my question is, are any heads going to roll over this? And I'll ask you listeners to think about when you hear it in the next segment, should they? We'll be back. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. The long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new P365 380. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. So I will tell you this, that uh, the uh, the happy hour bourbon was was uh, relaxing after yesterday's event. I imagine so. I, I can tell you that. Yeah, but I'm, I was scrolling through the chat during the break, and I see some great comments in there. Uh, Chad, the mailman, says that it was easier to make a decision or harder to make a decision not to, to draw than it would have been to draw, right? Uh, handshaking after the fact, evidence of adrenaline dump, right? That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Really interesting to, to read the chat. I appreciate you guys commenting in there. I really do. Thank you. I, that's what I love about the chat, guys. If you're not a member of the chat and you're listening to the show, by all means, join. Get the Telegram app. Do like Chad, the mailman, did. Jump on in from day one. Do it. Several hundred members in there now, Greg. Uh, getting there anyway, right? Yeah, we're creeping up on so, 200. Yeah, so there you go. So that's fun to see. A lot of people don't like Telegram, but that's okay. Don't be a wimp. Come on in. I think a lot of people Get are just, feet wet. just now learning about Telegram. A lot of people are. All right, so let's go back to 
this this main issue here. He was clearly known to a point where CNN reported that uh, a document I'm quoting from AWR filed with the welfare check paperwork makes clear that at least one of Card's fellow guardsmen was, quote, concerned that he, the reservist, is going to snap and commit a mass shooting. Now, they went to him. They never did make contact with him. They attempted to make contact with Card, the killer, on September 16th. Guys, we're talking a month and a half ago. And the cop was warned when he answers the door to his trailer in the past, he usually does so with a handgun in hand, out of view from the person outside. They were not successful in making contact. Now, on October 26th, they noted, uh, Breitbart reported that police in New York took Card to a West Point hospital for an evaluation back in mid-July. That was the two-week deal where he was in the loon bin there. And the reason he went there was because he was, quote-unquote, acting erratically in mid-July while taking part in training at West Point. The AP reported that. Uh, police in, uh, in New York were called, and he was taken to West Point's Keller Army Community Hospital. This guy was on the radar, bro. And the kicker here, the takeaway is, on that yellow flag law that Maine, ha- Maine has in place, it allows police to petition for temporary confiscation of a person's firearms, yet they did not do that. It has been done 22 times between 2020 through June of 2022 in Maine, and it had to be initiated by law enforcement. Were the other ones worse than this? I mean, this one was, this guy can snap and shoot, cause and, and a mass shooting. Those words were used, quote, unquote. What was it about the other 22 that were instigated by law enforcement that wasn't here? I don't have the answer to that question. Snap and commit a mass shooting. So AWR asks the question, and that's what we're asking right now in a roundabout. How is it that that yellow flag law was not triggered? I don't have the answer to that question, Greg. I don't. And the victim's families are going to want to know the answer to that, I feel certain, as they should. So what do we what do we think is going to happen here? Listeners, I'm asking you to think about this on your own. What do you think is going to happen here? We saw what happened in Uvalde. Heads are rolling. Our heads going to roll here. Greg, should heads roll here? You know, I'm torn on this one. I, I honestly... Don't think this was as egregious as what happened at Uvalde. No, Uvalde was inaction on, on scene. scene. Exactly. There was no inaction on scene at this. Yep. However, let me throw this monkey wrench in the wheel. There wouldn't have been a scene. You follow me here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These 18 people would be alive. The other 13 wouldn't be fighting for their lives and wounded and many other lives permanently altered and destroyed as a result of this, had it been enacted, likely. So there's that. So that question is legitimate, and there's no doubt it's going to be asked and talked about. I know if it were me, it certainly would be. I'd be all over it, like a wet blanket, babe. Yeah, I I think um, a lot of people are right for thinking that they should have acted. I think also that the law enforcement was probably um, wanting to be more cautious about the approach on this uh, because it's a slippery slope. Once you start taking start with a single individual's instance where they have mental instability and you visit them with a yellow flag and you detain their firearms and they. And as a lot of people will testify, they may never get those guns back ever again, um, and that's their property. Uh, and then second, this becomes an instance where any time someone has even what looks to be manic postings online or things that they say that are off kilter, then cops start visiting homes, and then things start happening. Whether it's you know tragedy at the home when the cops visit, or whether it's uh, without a visit, something tragic like this incident happens again. We, we're kind of in a gray area here where we go, okay, law enforcement, we're going to let you have your best judgment on whose rights you should infringe in order to protect the rest of the public. 
Yeah, the slippery slope aspect is real. It is. This one, though, um, this is going to raise... Cliche day. Flags flags again. (laughs) This is going to raise a lot of flags. Yeah, it it is. It really, truly is because of of what happened and what we know, you know, preceded it. So there's legitimate questions here. Now, if that law is in place and it's not used and law enforcement had the opportunity to use it and look what happened. And I it does baffle me when we ask the question. And, Greg, you weren't here. But on Sunday, I asked the question, I believe, of Mr. Gottlieb. Why? Why do judges, and as I mentioned to Alan, there's no judge out there that's not going to err on the side of caution when it comes to one of these, quote-unquote, red flags. The judge is likely, 99 out of 100 times, going to issue the order, They want to the protect, ERPO. They want to protect the public. And they want to protect themselves. That too. They don't want this kind of situation happening Two and a half, six weeks, eight weeks, a year later. And be that judge that has to sleep at night. And I can't blame the judge. The judge is just reacting to what's in place. It's being handed to him or her to look at. They're just acting with what has legislatively been put in place. They don't have a choice. So why wouldn't the shrink act the same way? In a situation like this, particularly when you had somebody say, oh, yeah, watch out. This guy's capable of committing a mass shooting. And I asked the question on Sunday. I don't know who that person is. I don't care who that person is. I don't think that person feels very good right now. If they're human at all, they probably don't. Could I have stopped this? This could cause everything from drinking problems to suicide in some people. So I hope that person's talking to somebody. My gosh, this is a bad situation all the way around. And ladies and gentlemen, it appears, as it always does, that it could have been avoided. Pretty much that simple. It could have been avoided. And it didn't require your giving up your guns to have avoided it. Time after time after time after time after time. We see this in the rearview mirror, don't we? Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues. In the next hour, we're going to do something fun. We're going to Google the words gun control live on the air together, and we're going to go through the headlines that pop up. I've not done it yet. We're going to do it on the air because I know, based on what we've seen, there's going to be a lot. We'll be back at 6 after. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that my support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit mypillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800 978 9358 and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. 
We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012.